Do you guys know what I want? To get through the podcast Zika, without... Zika, Zika, no. Uh, well, yes. All of those things. <laughs> oh, you do. Lady's answer was the best. <laughs> you do, in fact, apparently all know what I want. But specifically... What you really, really want. <laughs> Tell me what you want. What you really, really want? I want Evil Within 3. It's not going to happen. I want Evil Within 3. I had a what? really fun time playing my spooky games for spooky season. But the thing that was definitely missing... The the like the 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 little blank puzzle piece in my heart this year was I really just it's time. I need evil within three. I know it's not gonna happen. I just wanted to share my sadness well, with you guys. Well maybe it can happen. You don't I don't know. think it's going to. It's okay. Sometimes things don't happen and we that's can... all right. No, it's not all right. It's really sad. We can all hope <laughs> it's gonna happen. I mean, okay, Elsa. I for sure thought that they were never going to make another Saints Row after they made Agents of Mayhem and were like, this is a Saints Row game. And then I was like, not really. But now they're making another one. Yeah. It's I'm, coming out in February on the same day as Elden Ring. It's just like everyone hates me. When I look at when I look at <laughs> the so evil, mad. when I look at evil within from like a like a 30,000 foot view, it's like the first game was pretty fun and pretty cool. But a lot of people got super angry at it and didn't like it. And it was disappointing <laughs> to them. Not me, though. I enjoyed myself. And then the second game came out and it was really, really good. And I think I and about a dozen other weirdos played it. <laughs> and then it was over and they're not making any more. And I'm just sad. I really liked Evil Within, you guys. I'm sad. I'm sorry. It's okay. There also was like a huge break in Resident Evil between the fourth one and the seventh one where they didn't make any games it's at true. all. Yeah, but I think the people who have been kind of spearheading these projects are getting older now and studios are moving on. Ghostwire Tokyo has been put off, so they're not even finishing the games they are working on. It's just frustrating. Well, think about it this way. Drag <laughs> Sorry. I have nowhere to where, lead this. I'm just five and six. <laughs> They didn't happen. <laughs> Why did they just go to seven? They don't know how to count. No, no, no. no, no Aaron. They happened, but they were really stupid. She's, oh, okay. she's trying to do a bit, and I was just going to let her get away with it. But actually, I feel like five and six are kind of fun. Sorry. Well, five sorry garbage ai that was supposed so? to help you not die and that just didn't work AI's never and then six that. had the part where chris punches a boulder well oh yeah i mean <laughs> he just like gets really mad and punches this boulder and that's and how they progress it breaks it breaks the boulder he just it, punches a, the boulder until it breaks it's and it's a like major jump the shark obviously moment. it would have been really cool if they'd actually <laughs> jumped a shark though right <laughs> So it was the best one <laughs> in Evil Within 2. There's this one boss that just becomes like a regular enemy later on that you run into that is literally just pieces of corpse that have all fused together in this horrific laughing monstrosity with a buzzsaw for an arm. Heck yeah, dude. And that is so cool. It is. Wait, it's like, very I this cool. game right now. I've always wanted to play Evil Within. I'm just a really big wimp. Also, she, she hasn't also, even played any of the Resident Evil games it. yet. So Shh, Don't out me. She hasn't played Resident Evil Village. In the even, first and game. That one's not even scary. In the first game, you level up by interacting with this nurse, Tatiana. She's really great. She's one of the and characters. And you use brain goo. And you use brain goo. 
It's awesome. And I, I might do a cosplay as her sometime because I just feel like it would be fun and because most people would just be like, why are you a nurse? But I'm Tatiana specifically. Anyway, so in the first game, Tatiana the nurse helps you level up with green brain goo that you just find in jars around. Wow, you know how Tatiana favorite. might be that black cat also? I was well, just going to talk do? about that. Don't interrupt me when I'm talking about a thing. What yeah. you should do for your Halloween costume is you should bring Bella with you and, you know, put the and bow on her. And just tie a little black ribbon and around then, her. Yeah, and or, then I occasionally mean, throw her and run away and pretend that you just turned into her. <laughs> I don't think Bella would like that, but oh, I would. she's going to run away. <laughs> but I could tie a little red ribbon around her. Yeah, so in the DLC for the first game, when uh, you get to play as a different character, you don't have Tatiana to level up or save or anything, but you do have this cute little black kitty with a red ribbon around its neck. And then in the second game, instead of being like, we're gonna do some weird third thing, it's just Tatiana and the cat are implied to be the same entity that keeps shifting form. And also um, the cat is really cute and and Tatiana is really cute, and I like this game. Tatiana really is goals. She's a nurse that turns into a cat. She's like, also like really she's living her life the right way. She's yeah. also like really aloof, and like a cat. Like imagine if a cat turned into a nurse. That's Tatiana. You've got her personality. That sounds great. Like she, sounds like a top quality nurse. Like she's bedside manner. She's really lacking, manner. but what she lacks in it, she makes up for in being really competent. She came to my bed and she just knocked my cup of water off. Yeah, like. <laughs> I could see Tatiana doing that. Good. At one point in the second game, you can unlock this shooting gallery. And that part was actually really fun. It took me an extra 20 hours to beat this game. because yeah, Most of the time when I come down to Elsa's room, she'd just be playing the shooting gallery. Um, and Tatiana will like, will like applaud you if you do well and will like sort of mildly excoriate you if you do poorly and it's really funny because she's like even when you even when you do really well she's so unenthusiastic with her praise it's really really good and you're like celebrating and she's just like yeah you're the best <laughs> she's so good Anyway, I want Evil Within 3. It's not going to happen. It makes me very sad. Um, they're not even giving us Ghostwire Tokyo yet. A few weeks ago, we went to Fear Factory with a couple of our friends. And I'm super pregnant. So <laughs> We can confirm this. Yeah. <laughs> very pregnant. Aaron. So we didn't know what the line was going to be like. And if you've ever been pregnant before standing is the worst like it mm -hmm. hurts <laughs> so i we... nod like i've been pregnant <laughs> yeah, you're like oh totally, totally. Like, oh yeah <laughs> I, me i'm just hearing standing is the worst i'm like yeah Listen, i hate standing I think we all nodded sagely as if we had been through it <laughs> oh no i was just nodding sagely as in like me in my not pregnant body doesn't enjoy like, standing, I already standing so i can't yeah, imagine i sucks. can't imagine it gets better no it's so point. much worse <laughs> Um, so we bought um like a collapsible stool online because like some of the times we've been to fear factory the line was literally four hours long I, and i yeah. was like uh, that's not that gonna happen so yeah we bought this collapsible stool online and it like you know folds up nicely and you can like carry it as like a bag on your shoulder <laughs> And while you're in line, <clears throat> they come check your bags. And 
the lady was like, um, can you open your, your bag there for me? And we're like, oh, it's actually a stool. And we like collapsed it so she could see. And she's like, oh, okay. And then walked away. And then we were in line for a few more minutes. And then this like security guard came over and he's like, I heard you guys have a stool. <laughs> like, yes, I'm pregnant. This is a collapsible stool. <laughs> is that a problem? And he's like, well, we can let you carry it through the line, but once you get to the haunted house, we're going to have to take it away. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, it's you're collapsible. Like, they might the use their stool? their stool as a weapon. Yeah. That's absolutely what they're afraid of. You're like of. walking yeah. through the line and all of a sudden a clown jumps out at you and yeah. you just ah! yeah. <laughs> beat him with a stool. Yeah. And the other embarrassing part was I we didn't even need to use it because... You know, it's COVID times, and so they give you, like, time slots to come for your ticket, which was really nice. Um, But, yeah, so we get to the haunted house. We give him our stool, and he's like, okay, my name is Mike. Come and find me. I'll be, like, out at the front (laughs) gate. My name is Mike. (laughs) And you never saw Mike again. (laughs) He was like, sweet, I can keep this sweet stool. (laughs) My plan to deprive them of his apartment where he has no furniture and it becomes his only chair. (laughs) You just came up with a family guy. Why did you turn it into a bummer? (laughs) Jensen turned it into a family guy clip. I think she found this guy's villain origin story. (laughs) If only he hadn't stolen that stool that day. (laughs) Villainy is a slippery slope. Next thing you know, he's killing babies. <laughs> Just what like that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that wasn't even too much knowledge Why did fight. Why go immediately to child murder? Because I've been listening to too much I, knowledge I, fight. I thought you were baby. making next <laughs> I thought you were making an Anakin Skywalker reference, honestly. Because <laughs> the escalation from villainy, as you know, comes from feeling sad <laughs> to killing Anyway, so we went through the haunted house, which was a lot of fun, but I forgot how many stairs there are, and so I was dying Mm. and, like, holding on to the rails for dear life. So for our out-of-state friends who don't know, Fear Factory used to be, like, an actual factory, Um, and of course, you know, people died there, so they're like, let's turn it into a haunted house. (laughs) (laughs) To commemorate them. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. They, turned every they house made it super safe, into. though. Yeah, but they actually—it's so actually one of the cooler haunted houses in mm-hmm. like the more urbanized area of Salt Lake. That's yeah. why it's like four-hour line usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like going on some weird tangent about, and we all just oh. ignored it. <laughs> no, thank you, because after I finished saying it, I'm like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> Bro, that's when you hit, you throw the spaghetti at the wall and it just does not stick. It does not stick. <laughs> yeah. Fear, Fear Factory is probably my favorite of the haunted houses mm-hmm. in this area, but I tend to gravitate towards something like Nightmare on 13th with people who don't, aren't sure they like haunted houses because it's a little bit more mainstream i mm, guess like mm-hmm. like like nightmare on 13th you're probably not going to be in line as long and it's mostly going to be a lot of pop culture references for whatever's <laughs> great that year uh, yeah i don't like that that doesn't make me but scared. with fear factory you get the you get the um 
the the clown level that always happens that is always <laughs> so much fun mm-hmm. i don't know what the deal is it's, but no every time i go through it clown level comforting Jensen. every time i go through it i'm like i could stay here forever well, and they, i don't like clowns they usually have i just really like their clown section it's always really fun they usually have a couple of really cool set pieces mm-hmm. too yeah. that are like new each year yeah um and they employ like a lot more performers like i helped a guy drive a nail up through his nostril last year oh I yeah yeah i forgot last year that was two horrifying years two years ago that's right because we didn't go last year yeah. it was covid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah anyway we got through the haunted house and take our pictures uh, their fun little picture set pieces and then we get out to the gates and we're like looking around for mike and we're like well i don't see mike he's oh, not no. here where is he and really so-, didn't feel it. <laughs> so we go up to this policeman Who's just standing at the gate, and we're like, hey, do you know where we could find Mike? And he's like, um, I don't think I know who that Mike is. There hasn't been a is. Mike around here in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a ghost. No, <laughs> ghost stole your pregnancy I actually really like the explanation that Mike was just some opportunistic dude who was overheard like, you talking about the stool and was like, I'll, I'll impersonate a security guard and get a free stool. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, yeah, I don't think I know who Mike is. And we're like, oh, okay, we were supposed to meet him out here to pick up our stool. And he's like, oh, you're the stool people. <laughs> And we're like, oh my gosh, great. Everyone thinks we're so weird. (laughs) They think it's so weird that you wanted to sit down (laughs) at some point during a four hour wait period. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, like, we can just imagine this rumor circulating the entire staff of the haunted house like, some weirdo brought a collapsible stool. (laughs) Weirdo that brought a stool? What the heck? That's so funny. (laughs) Nonsense. I didn't use it in line, but I used it while we waited for the zombie bus. So at least I used it a little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a complete waste. Didn't feel like a complete idiot. And Mike didn't steal it. Yeah, Mike, Mike, didn't Mike didn't steal, steal it. it. Oh, I good. hope Mike got furniture some other way, though. <laughs> <laughs> he just took it home from the haunted house. <laughs> but he had to wait so until funny. it was over. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it was funny. That is, that is pretty good. <laughs> That's the most confusing thing. That was so good. <laughs> Thank, Thank, you, Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. To return to more spooky season news. So I didn't get Evil Within 3, and I do feel like that was missing from my spooky experience this year. Like, that was what I really wanted, was something like that. Or just that, specifically. <laughs> but I did get to play some spooky games, including Visage which is really fun. That's one of the like, I don't want to call it a PT clone, but you know, like how after PT, there was a bunch of games that were like, we're going to do the PT thing, but in a real game. Visage is one of those. Um, And it is pretty fun. It is basically exactly what you would think though, if you just took that idea of like, let's turn PT into a game and then you didn't develop it much further than that. It's like you're in a house, something's happened to the family, you're going to you're going to solve the mystery of the family who's been who's all they're all dead and maybe you killed them, Aww. you know like 
<laughs> it's like, wow. maybe, we don't know. I actually don't know because I haven't gotten to the end yet. But When she first started it, she, like, I came in and she had to make a call. And so she gave me the controller and was like, here, play it for a minute. And I was too scared to walk out of the room that I was in. So I just stood there looking at the things on the shelves and walking <laughs> around. And every time I get towards a hallway, I'd be like, Oh, never mind. I actually do feel like <laughs> the that's... phone rang and I was like, <gasps> I do kind of feel like that's the strongest part of the game so far is just that as I am working my way through all the different sections of this house, it's uh, it's very it, like it, it, it's really nicely rendered. The lighting is really spooky and good. It really gives you the feel of being in a house where the lighting's not great. And there's just these pools of shadow wherever there's not glaring glaring fluorescent lights and so it's kind of a nice atmosphere um the decor definitely relies on a cross uh. christianity <laughs> is scary and i'm just like yeah this is what my grandma's house looks like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, I was like have yeah. you ever been in a house in the in the south yeah this i was is like what they look like those of us those of us who who spent some time in the bible belt like <laughs> This is just what houses look like. Yeah. Especially with older people. It's true. And it's like even like overwhelming amounts of taxidermy at this point, that's comforting. Yeah. Not as much taxidermy. One, one thing I do like, and I'm going to talk about this a bit more later because it kind of ties into another question that I have on our in our outline that everybody did actually read and add to this time. Very good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tiny applause. Well, I added to it, but I didn't read it. <laughs> she, just, she just put stuff in there. Anyway, um, one thing I like about this is that this house is really, this house is huge and all of the different rooms and the way that they connect to each other, it it just, it feels, it, it, it straddles this really interesting line between kind of making sense from an architectural standpoint, but just not really being anything real, like what you would have seen. It like, it manages to feel like there's a lot more space and a lot more room and a lot more clutter. And like the house is just so much bigger than it needs to be. Um, and I like, I like that feel. Like it doesn't take it to a surreal level, at least not as far as I've gotten in the game yet. But it's just like, you keep thinking, okay, this has got to be the whole house. And then there's like another door and more rooms. And it just leads you around in circles and things kind of connect back to the way that you came in a way that you didn't necessarily think they might. And I like that about it. It's like... I like those kinds of um, impossible spaces. And this is, so far, this is a very subtle example of that. But I think it could get crazy um, if I keep going with it. So I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other game that I played, and this one I actually got all, I like, I completed it, was Devotion. Um, so Devotion, a couple of years ago, there was a game, Detention, from this studio that I played. Um, it's called Red Candle Games. Lady's crying because she played some and she got scared. <laughs> it was creepy. Bone, there was a ghost jumping on bones. Detention's really good. <laughs> it was crunching, I, it was crunch, 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 and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I enjoyed detention a lot. It's really, really cool. There's a bit in that game. Ooh, actually, I'm not gonna say because it's kind of a spoiler. No. I just think you guys should play detention. It's really good. I will finish it one day. It's it's one of these yeah. games where you are put into a position where you, as a character, have to make choices to do things 
in the game that are repulsive. And I really like that. Um, and then Aaron's I like, I'm play not Elsa's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's like an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> it just makes me really uncomfortable. Elsa's love it. so good at bringing up something and like getting someone kind of interested in it and then telling them the exact thing that'll make them not want to do anything with it. Hey, it's it's a, she has a gift. Yeah, it's a gift. it's a technique I, of of full authenticity. I want to make sure you understand the highs and lows of this. It's it's very interesting. So, I, are they making a live action adaptation of that? They or actually that... made one already. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this new one is just the same thing, but like dubbed or Uh if they've reshot it because I haven't seen much from it. Oh, okay. My first thought when I heard, oh, there's a detention movie now is I was like, there was a detention movie before. Like I watched that two, Uh three years ago. uh Um, And I had to download it off of a slightly sketchy site and it had (laughs) weird subtitles. But um, (laughs) but like, I I don't know if this is that, but dubbed. or if it's they shot an entirely new movie. Mm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, but anyway, I like Detention a lot. Devotion is the same studio. It's a different play style. Instead of being like a side scroller, it's a first person point and click. And you're solving a bunch of puzzles. And I, I, I basically sat down and would have finished it all in one sitting if it wasn't for the fact that my computer kept freaking out. Um, and wanting to shut down after like 40 minutes. Um, but I managed to just finish it in a couple of sittings, even with those difficulties. And uh, Devotion is really, really good. I'd say it's better than Detention. Um, I think that they really came into their own as far as their storytelling goes. It felt a lot more focused than Detention did. And the story that it tells is kind of loses some of the, some similar like um, specifically societal ills and questions, and it's really good. And and detention is kind of exploring, um, I really think I'm gonna make you guys play it at some point, so I don't wanna talk about it too much. But (laughs) devotion, uh, I don't know if you guys would want, would enjoy that one as much. It's a well, bit too disturbing. isn't detention, it takes place in a school in Taiwan. So it's got a lot of like it, history, history, historical and political stuff going on with that. And I yeah. did remember that and it was interesting. Yeah. I just got too scared when the creepy cannibalistic ghost showed up. But... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> It maybe someday, maybe someday. Um, yeah, but like devotion, I'd say is more disturbing. If I'm being honest, it's uh, it's also very couched in Taiwanese society and in some problems that are uh that are really prevalent there, specifically with um religious and cult and spiritual leaders taking advantage of people financially that's great (laughs) and it's a huge problem in taiwan i mean it's kind of kind of a problem but like in religious leaders taking advantage of people we've never seen that before (laughs) taiwan in taiwan they do actually have um i think it's partially because of their history i think uh there's there's a little bit 
of trauma there that a lot of people are dealing with. And as we've seen from movies like Midsommar and Martha, Marcy, <laughs> May, Marlene, traumatized people um, tend to gravitate towards cults because they help to heal some of that damage while also inflicting further trauma because cults are terrible. <laughs> and yeah, so devotion's kind of about that. <laughs> and it's also about a family and it's really disturbing and it's very well done. The art in it is just amazing. Um, and yeah, I really liked it a lot. So those were my spooky games that I played. I also started playing Hellpoint. I don't have a ton to say about it yet besides that it's like Dark Souls, but sci-fi and spooky. Ooh. It looks fun. It's really it. fun. I really, I'm really enjoying it a lot so far. But yeah, I not not a whole lot to say about it yet. And I also got tricked into um, going back to Dark Souls three because I have a problem. <laughs> got tricked. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like you need the tricking. That's what. <laughs> so For any opportunity. To that play. was yeah. Elsa <laughs> and Spooky Season. Spooky. Huzzah! 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 <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior. Not much for spooky season besides what we um did together. I don't know when you guys want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's further down the line. Um, but I've just been playing Lost Judgment ever since it came out and having a grand old time because it's you know, it's that Yakuza style, like over the top Japanese. <laughs> like, side missions and activities that you can do. For instance, (laughs) um, part of the mystery lies within this high school. Um, They have like a history of suicide. And so you have to have an excuse to be at the high school because the principal and a lot of the teachers don't want you there anymore. So your solution is to become um, like a I don't know what they call them, like a counselor for like, you know, the after school activities. Um, you join the mystery club, but you also join <laughs> the dance club because there's something sketchy going on in there. And the mystery club wants you to investigate. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So you're teaching these girls like <laughs> dance moves. Um but combining like martial arts because they're like we don't feel like our dance routine has enough oomph to it and you're like well have you tried throwing in some martial arts moves and so oh my gosh <laughs> there's a, a dancing mini game no why it's, it's Japanese there's always a dancing mini game you're and a, a fishing private, mini game you're yeah. a private investigator and you're teaching martial arts dance moves to these young women and it's amazing i hope that it results in a in a story like moment where one of the young girls protects herself with martial arts dance moves yes Capuera. <laughs> yeah it's just wild over the top things like that and i'm just really here for the ride and i love it it sounds fantastic yeah, so i've been having a good time with that <laughs> Anyway, that's what I've been playing. Very nice. (sighs) 
Judgment I want to play sounds that game. so fun. Well, Lost Judgment specifically. I want to play Judgment first you gotta because play I want to context. Yes. But I actually, at this point, feel a little bit like, from everything I've heard, I will be playing Judgment to get to Lost Judgment. Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. Yes, at this point, I'm like, the stepping stone. I really want to play Lost Judgment, but I know I should play Judgment first. You should. Because yeah. Judgment is also fantastic. Yeah. So. And lots of story, um, you know, important story things that go into the next one that yeah. I want to know. It's like when I wanted to play Neo too, but I was like, oh, I should probably play Neo first. <laughs> and now I'm just playing Neo to try and get to Neo too. <laughs> oh, I forgot I started Neo. You did, I yeah. need to keep going with that one. <laughs> There's so many games I've started recently that I need to keep going with. You I really to... need to work on my backlog. Oh, you man. Backlog. Problem. Problem. I don't even like hearing that word. Like, it low-key triggers me. <laughs> Backlog? Then get out. It's so <laughs> I'm going to say it a lot more. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes. Yeah. All righty. My spooky game that I played was Resident Evil 3. I started it early in the morning, one fine day in the middle of the week when we didn't have to go to work, and I finished it uh, six hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I did not stop for anything. I didn't even eat. I yeah, because I took care of kid in that day. Yeah, I just played <laughs> Resident Evil Three the whole day. It was so much fun. I there's part of me that thinks that I like that one more than Resident Evil Two and Seven. I still like Village more than Three. But um, <laughs> if we're comparing the ones that are similar, like Two and Three. I played two for last year's spooky game, and I think three is a little bit more fun because it's quite goofy. But I think two is has better puzzles and better like puzzle structure. Like I don't know, it was fun though. Mm. I did get really really annoyed with uh, Nemesis though. <laughs> he's way worse than Mr. X. Yeah. Like Mr. X is frustrating because he's constantly following you around and it's annoying. Nemesis is annoying because he just keeps popping up at the most annoying. Yeah, moments. and he's so fast and he jumps. He'll like land in front of you and punch you in the face. And I'm like, gosh, can I just get around you? Also, he has like this vine arm that you can just like reach across the room and drag you back. To and he just freaking never dies. He's constantly there. And I was just like, dude. Can I just like do the thing I'm trying to do and you just leave me alone? No. Apparently not. Oh my gosh. It was making me crazy. But overall, it was an excellent game and I love it. And I, I really want to platinum it. So I'm going to platinum it, even though it looks really hard because one of the things you have to do is beat it on the hardest difficulty. Only, uh, and you can't save more than five times. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. As if hard mode isn't hard enough. And there's no autosaves in no. the hardest mode. Oh, you know, I just remembered. I was partway through a playthrough where I hadn't been hit yet. And yeah. I was going to make that my my no hit playthrough. Your you know? uh, no uh, healing item playthrough? Yeah, through? My, my no healing item playthrough. Um, I don't remember how far I was, but I was far enough that I should go back to that and yeah. keep going with it. I, Probably I'll go back to it. I'll turn it on and two minutes later I'll get smacked in the face <laughs> by Nemesis. Probably. <laughs> yeah. The first time I played it, I definitely uh, disqualified myself for that within the first couple seconds because the first time I was up against an, an enemy, I was like, I'm going to see if I can kill him with just a knife. <laughs> I lost so yeah, much that's, health. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. 
<laughs> in the second game, you can constantly just use just the knife and just kill him. I and and but like the third game, they they'll grab you. No matter what, if you're just trying to stab them, they'll grab you. Doesn't Village have a knife-only trophy? That's why yeah. I did it. Because in the last time I played Village, um, there's a playthrough where you kill all enemies with just a knife. Except mm. for in two situations where you, uh, it's like scripted that you have to use um, mm. projectiles. But or the rest of the time, you just use a knife. It was really fun. <laughs> I freaking loved that playthrough. I don't know why. The only part of it that was not fun is there's one enemy towards the end that I hated fighting because I was using the knife and I was I was fighting him for maybe 15 whole minutes because he's like got so much armor and he's so tall and he, he only really takes damage in a couple spots. And I was just like constantly trying to just hit him with the stupid knife and I kept missing and it took forever but other than that it was my favorite playthrough of village so far it was so much fun <laughs> it was fun going up against lady d in her like dragon form with just a knife just like slash <laughs> Slash. That doesn't sound like fun to me. I don't understand why it was fun. I know. I don't know why it was fun, but it was. It was just really. It was. It was a good time. I'm gonna keep that in. Oh, good. Um, Jensen constantly describes video games to me to try to be like, oh my gosh, the funnest thing just happened, and then she'll say something that sounds so tedious you're just like why i don't know why i really like the tedious weird stuff that's why i i guess that's why i like she's trophy she's hunting she's the kind of person like you've never said exactly this to me but just to sort of set to be satirical jensen's the sort of person who's like oh my gosh i had the funnest time playing minecraft the other day i like burrowed straight down to the center of the earth and i found so many diamonds and so many emeralds and then i immediately got murdered <laughs> in the center of the earth and now i can't find my way back there <laughs> best four hours of my life that exact thing has happened to me <laughs> You want to know what to get her as a gift? You should get her a 15,000 piece puzzle of just oh, smoke. Oh man, I would freaking love that. <laughs> just shades of white. Yes. <laughs> like, she would love that. Dude, I love puzzles, especially really, really hard puzzles. I don't understand. Or like a meteor of tangled yarn for her to untangle. <laughs> Like, this is how boring I am. I have three different <laughs> list apps on my phone. <laughs> and I just, like, make checklists of things I want to do. And then I just slowly check them off over sometimes years. <laughs> and it's so much fun. I think this Every is... time I get to check something off my list, it's like this it's like rush of endorphins. I... Can I make a list for you That's to get you to do things? <laughs> no, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I think this is something that you probably developed after years of playing Nancy Drew games yes. because checking off that checklist oh. is pretty dang satisfying. Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> yeah, I get you. I do the same thing. 
weird oh, we man. should keep moving because we're oh, yeah. not even through the first i'm question. sorry okay <laughs> so that was my spooky game but then i also played uh death stranding director's cut obviously because it came out at the end of september i wish people and... would stop calling it a director's cut <laughs> it's not a director's cut really it's just death stranding but with some new stuff added and oh my gosh i freaking love it <laughs> It's the exact same game. It doesn't even, like, the graphics don't even look different on the PS5. <laughs> it's exactly the same. So There's you're just, just having a good time because you're playing Death Stranding I'm just again. playing Death Stranding again. <laughs> but, like, it's fun because it's got a couple of new things added. And I don't remember fully which things are new. So sometimes I'm like, I don't remember this. And I'll, like, run around with it. And I'm like, this seems new and different i and think you look it's back new. and it's not but you're still happy <laughs> yeah actually that's happened a couple times but then every once in a while i'll find something i'm like this is definitely new and it's just it's just the same game i'm just getting i'm just I'm, I'm playing through the game again trying to get the platinum again the same game with only a couple of new things it's like they added new dlc but they were like we're gonna go ahead and just like make it a whole separate game but just for this, just as a, as a vehicle for these couple of DLC items, mostly like new weapons and vehicles. <laughs> my favorite vehicle oh, is my favorite. It's a it's the, the trike that you have. Mm. Um, they've got a version of the trike that has uh, this like trailer hitch thing on the back and you can load it up with a bunch of packages and then it goes really fast because it's the trike, which, so it goes faster than the others. But then you can have tons of packages on the trike with you. And it's so much fun. Nice. I, I made so many deliveries. <laughs> I've been taking it slow, though, because I don't want to go through it too fast and not have Death Stranding anymore again and have to wait for the next time that they do a director's cut part two, the most director's cut of all director's cuts. Oh, my gosh. Um, which I assume will be coming <laughs> out any day now. <laughs> the director's just cut. <laughs> But I'm taking it slow. I'm only in chapter three and I've been really taking my time like making deliveries around the main map. And oh my gosh, it makes me so happy. <laughs> but then uh, last game that I played, because um, really th there's not much more to talk about Death, uh, Death Stranding because it really is just like, the same game. Um, <laughs> last game I played was Far Cry 6 because that one came out just a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it's really, really fun. Like, <laughs> I think, I think that, um, I think you have less to say about that than the director's cut. I do. I, I think that honestly, unfortunately, I think new Dawn is better. Um, <laughs> but, but I gotta say, I think that the main reason why I like new Dawn more is just cause it's really colorful. It's probably just me. You like a neon apocalypse. I love yeah. a neon apocalypse. I do really like yeah. up all over the apocalypse. Yes. Yeah. I do really like the main character, Danny. She's cool. Um, I think it's interesting that they actually like made her like gave her a voice because oh. most of the time their their characters don't have voices. That's the main character. Awesome. Yeah. So she has a voice and you they, you see her in third person in cutscenes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and you see her in third person in bases. And she's a really cool character. I feel. Wait, I, I want this game now. Yeah, you should play it. You should play it with me, Lainey. It's got co-op. We can do co-op. Yeah. Co-op madness. That 
requires money and PlayStation Plus probably. Just get it. Damn. It's got crossplay. So you can play it on PS4 and I can play it on PS5 and can still play together. The money that I have currently is not even my own. It is mom and dad's. Get out of this house. <laughs> but um oh, my Yeah, so like for everything. <laughs> she says having a job and a life. I went to law school. She doesn't have a life. <laughs> Bold of you to assume Elsa has a life. <laughs> I'm sorry not to look sad. Elsa does have a life. She does. My goodness. I wish I was a freaking tax preparer. I'm sorry. She has a career and she's a writer and a musician and a gamer and all the things. Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> you know what I do? Sometimes I like to get the TGI Fridays frozen mozzarella sticks, <laughs> eat them up in the air fryer, and Elsa, I have an idea. <laughs> that is it that we get frozen mozzarella sticks and just keep them up in the air fryer? Yeah. So okay. that may or may not be the highlight of my life currently is when I get these mozzarella sticks and that we have a toaster oven to do that. <laughs> That's literally it. <laughs> anyway, so I think that the main character is really great, Danny. I feel very connected to her. I think she's awesome. Um, and obviously, the main villain is uh, the dude who played Gus Fring. So he's he's really cool. Um, and he's doing a great job. And overall, I think it's great. I just, I wish it was more colorful. <laughs> You wish it was. Because I'm the worst. And you wish it was New Dawn. Yeah. yeah. I think the main, honestly, okay, I'm stupid. I know I'm stupid. I don't care. But I think that my main problem with Far Cry 6 is that uh, they took out the tree pose option in photo mode. Bro. They have it like, are you ruin a it. They have all boy? the other, they have all the other poses in photo mode that they had in New Dawn, but they took out the tree pose and it was my favorite. Tree pose is literally the bottom of my list of all those poses. It was so much fun. That was my, my favorite, favorite to do. I like, got on top of something tall and just viral. Like... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know I'm stupid, but it's yeah. fine. This You're one, not though. Stupid. I'm not very far in the game either, so I need. You I need are to get literally one of the wisest people I know because you have truly got your priorities sorted out. Mm. I can tell by <laughs> the rainbow souls of her converse. I know they're so cute. I made these. Well, I didn't like. I didn't like you, you make them by hand, custom. but I custom. Oh, nice. I ordered them custom, That's so I got cool. to choose all the things. Yeah. Bro, you're like. And they're fun. They're the gayest shoes in the world. I love you're them. You're like a 19-year-old. <laughs> You're like the 19-year-old friends I had on the mission who on P-Days would just sit in front of the computer and look at all the shoes they wanted to custom design but never order them because we didn't have money, but they definitely That is exactly what Jensen does, except that she does order the shoes. Except that I do order I was at work and I was like, oh my gosh, I can custom make some gay converse? They're very gay. And then I was like, I'm just going to do it. Most of the time I've been playing Stardew Valley because it's one of those games where I can kind of just pick up and, and go to immediately. It's been kind of hard to really make time and sit down and play games, but Stardew Valley is something very easy. I can just pick up and play for an hour in the evenings if I want. So I've mostly been playing that and I've been having a grand old time. Um, and I'm really, 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 really close to finishing the community center stuff. I literally just need to fill two more things and it's like apples and like 
I don't even remember. I, apples and a poppy. That's all I need. And I just have to wait till I can buy poppy seeds and the apples will come and fall. So Have you tried buying from the traveling salesman? I Yeah, I go and check by her every Friday and Sunday. Yeah. So. We just, it's just literally just waiting out the clock, enjoying it. <laughs> I got to the end of the mines, which I never thought was going to happen, but I did get to the bottom of the mines. Yeah. And then I found out that there's a whole other stupid yeah, mine. A whole other stupid set of mines. Actually, the other that mines one. are better. Nope. I the other die mines, so much in the other mines. The other mines are better. <laughs> All, All the I'm, enemies are harder. Look, exactly. you know what I'm going to but do? But you get better rewards. No. Well, you know what you I'm going to do? die. You wake up and someone is like, I found you unconscious in the mines. You were missing all your money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you liar, you stole you liar, it. You stole my freaking money. That's a lot of concussions. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I like it when Linus finds you in the mines. He's nice. And honestly, I wouldn't be mad if he stole my money. He can have uh, it. Can I'd have be it. pretty pissed at Linus. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, get that cretin away from my gold. Elsa's like, capitalism. <laughs> no, actually, like, I am legit. Um, what's the word? I am legit a, a little bit annoyed that there isn't an option to make Linus a house. That's yeah. really yeah. weird. I know. Because like, you can make what's her name a house and you can add another cabin on your property. Yeah. And I mean, I guess so Linus is fine. Is... What's her name? Who are you talking about? I think Pam. this is Pam. You can build a house for Pam. Oh, this she is, lives in a nice trailer. Is, I don't even know why she needs to have a house. Well, and maybe that's this what they're trying to say with Linus content too. That's not available on the PS Vita, which is the only one that I like. Maybe they're trying to be like Linus is happy. Yeah, no, Linus though, like he strikes me as someone who doesn't. He wants to live like out in nature. Like that's what he yeah, wants to like, do. It's just that everyone else like couldn't he at least him. have like a cabin? Like, take his tent and just like and just like give make it a cabin. Like, hey, Linus, it's still out in nature. It's still naturey yeah like I'd but be it's to give just you a, a little bit more insulated <laughs> yeah from like the elements yeah yeah i feel bad i also that's why like when i was talking to our cousin daniel because he plays it with um abby they have like a joint farm oh fun. and i was talking about the characters and he said abby hates mayor lewis and i was like why and she was like linus has literally been living homeless yeah. for all these years and everyone shuns him and Mayor Lewis does nothing. No, I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. I was like, he's crooked. Yeah. Has she, uh, as retribution, ever put his, uh, his underwear, underwear on display? No, I don't know. Next time though, I play it because I started a new game. I think I'm gonna put his shorts in the soup. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you do that? Uh, 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 I don't know. Wait, no, really, what happens if you do that? I don't know. Uh -huh. I want to see. Yeah, I don't know. I know that you can put it on display at the, the fair. The range. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm definitely going to do that, especially in my playthrough where I um, where I destroy the community center and, and right. <laughs> give all my money to Jojo Market. Ew. I might as well just like put his pants on display. It just makes me. I'm just. Like, I like mad. that there's a playthrough that you can do that's just capitalism wins. Yeah. <laughs> I just like playing that game. Really, the one thing I'm very confused on is freaking Marnie. Like, why the heck are you with Mayor Lewis? Really, Clint? This perfectly good himbo is right there. Clint's not interested in her. Wait, who is it then? It's the other guy. With the eye patch. I don't know. It's been oh, a long time. Oh, 
What's his bucket? Yeah, the adventurer. The adventurer dude? Yeah. Oh, snap. She should definitely go for him. I know! He's a perfectly good <laughs> freaking dilf over He's cool. here. Like, dilf? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lainey, continue on. Okay. You have other games you play. <laughs> anyway, so Stardew Valley's been the most. I've also been playing Outer Worlds um, a lot, which I really enjoy, but I haven't been able to do much with that besides just, yeah, I'm still on the same planet right now on um is it monarch yeah i think i'm on monarch where you get um need nioka 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 that's like the longest section of the game so that's where i'm at right now um and then i've also i was playing skyrim because i remembered that you can have mods on the xbox so I loaded up Skyrim and got some random mods and I played it with the um another life, live another life. Oh, those are fun. And I was so freaking stupid because I made my character and then for live another life, I chose um as somebody who's been robbed and left on the side of the road. <laughs> Cuz I was like, "Oh, fun, like little good Samaritan idea. Like, huh, that's kind of cool origin story." That freaking mod doesn't even put you in Skyrim if you pick that that origin. I woke up in freaking Solstheim. Oh no. At level one. <laughs> oh oh no. no. I was dying over and over and over again. So I literally just like I like robbed a bunch of people. I like ran over. I found the the wizard who lives in the mushroom and then I forgot that there's this whole thing about this ash wraith who comes and attacks when you get there. So oh, I was like, no. So I like I literally just booked it to Raven Rock. Got there and all I did was I just like snuck around. I pickpocketed and I like got a bunch of random stolen goods and then I the most money I got was because I went into the crypt and I literally stole a bunch of burial money. I just stole money off of corpses and the priests and then I was like, "Great, 200 gold." And I went to Skyrim and yeah she she's she's doing great she did what she had to do but now she's like zero money because she's spending all trying to get to the beginning of the game (laughs) (laughs) so that's what i did thank you laney for sharing that adventure with (laughs) us i've also been wanting to play the sims but every time i load up i remember that my sim is currently in college and it just makes me sad that i'm trying to play a video game about a boy going to college and doing his midterms (laughs) when i'm just a girl going to college trying to do her midterms (laughs) (sighs) i'm sorry it's fine (laughs) legitimately sorry yeah i hate it it's crazy so good so um lane is here again me is this okay she's the worst there's nothing we can do about it no actually it was it was a complete coincidence like we had been planning to record the podcast this episode we had to take a long unexpected hiatus because of me stuff it was it was a lot of jensen (laughs) but it was also that we uh we have a kitten yes we're taking care of We'll get into that More later. on that later. Yeah. More on that later. It's always a special treat to have Lainey here. Yeah. Yay, thank you. But thank you, Erin. Lainey just happened to be Aaron's here. the only happened. nice one. You guys know I figured out that you guys were recording the podcast, and I was like, I'm going to go up north. Figured so. it out. Like, she's not part of the text thread. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess that's pretty impressive. That you actually read the texts that were directed to you. That is actually really impressive. I never knew that. <laughs> all right. Well, first question then, now that we're done with all that introductory nonsense that took us a oh my whole gosh. hour to record. Laney! It wasn't even it talking! I it literally, like, I went on three tangents at most. It was I, I went on a solid one and a half. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> spooky games. What is the scariest video game setting is our first question. Should I go first or do you want to talk? You look like you want to talk. Jensen wants to talk. Asylum slash hospitals. Yeah, they are kind of spooky. I don't know what it is. Ooh, mental illness. That's the thing. I don't know what it is, but like illness is like the scariest setting for me. Ooh, the oppressive systems that we created to try and deal with mental illness and yes, exactly. Ooh. No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's so freaky. Like asylums are freaky because it's like, I can't believe that this is where, where we put people that we just didn't know how to deal with. Yeah, and a lot and of it's the like time, horrifying. So and what classified you as happen. mentally ill was incredibly yeah. broad. She for a can while. read. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she's a <laughs> burn her. And then hospitals. Something's wrong with our daughter Dolores. She's sixteen and she likes boys too much. <laughs> <laughs> like for real though. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And then hospitals, they're just, they're just like asylums, but like for your body, <laughs> for your body, like. like like, also kind of a nightmare place. Yeah. yeah they're I, I, honestly when I think of hospitals, I always think of the scene in um Death Becomes Her when uh after she falls down the stairs and um she's oh, got yeah. the bones poking out of her and head. They go to the they go to take her to the hospital. She passes out um because uh they realize that she's dead, but she's still walking and talking. And so they t- the doctors take her down to the morgue and Bruce Willis comes back and he's like, where is she? And they're like, they took her to the morgue. And he's like, she'll be furious. And so he goes after <laughs> her. And on the way into the morgue, there's three nuns that are just like walking down the, cr- the hall crying and they're like floating. And that's what I think of every time I think of a hospital. Nuns? That, ghost nuns. The ghost nuns yeah. floating down the, the hallway crying. I'm like, why are they crying? Why are they floating? What were they doing They're in the morgue? Ghost nuns. <laughs> They're just ghost nuns. It's just a dark comedy. It's a dark comedy, but like that's that's um, where a lot of my fear of hospitals come from. Is that movie? I think they're kind of comforting. I don't know. I like spending time in a hospital. It's full of a bunch of people who dedicate a lot of their time to helping people and trying to make it easier for them. Well, isn't it a good thing you're going into the medical field? Good job. <laughs> sort of. It's actually going to be the mind medical field. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I just Britted. You did. It was awful. Well, it was fine. You somehow Britted and Frasered at the same time. <laughs> I did. Oh, that's bad. That's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Aaron, how about you go next? Because I feel like yours is actually related to Jensen's. Yeah. But better. I, I just pretty much took Jensen's because it's spooky and... Also, like, orphanages are terrifying, and yeah, and I think hospitals and asylums, because they're so dismal, they don't... Yeah. I think for me, like, the scariest part of the hospital thing, though, is, like, an abandoned hospital. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, hospitals are pretty creepy being, like, you when know... When they're operating. When they're operating, because yeah. there's, there's all that, like, 
just the bright like cold like mm-hmm. everything Smell but like, like an abandoned hospital is even worse because it's like what happened that they weren't able to keep this hospital right running? it's like because if you're a hospital like you got plenty of People supply and demand you. yeah <laughs> so like what happened yeah that this is no longer like, operating a broken down asylum is less scary than an operating asylum but a broken down hospital is way scarier than an operating hospital yeah I'd go explore a broken down asylum. Oh my gosh, yeah. I really I would want too. To. I'd be terrified that they would you know, torture ghosts. Broken down like their cars. <laughs> broken down. Because I didn't think of any other words. Yeah. You know, but sorry, I'm not going to interrupt. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, Je- Laney's is also sort of adjacently related. Wait, but Aaron's not done. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh no, that's okay. I talked over her and ruined her answer. <laughs> no, 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 you added to it. Um... <laughs> Uh, but also, I watched um, Dave's on PlayStation Access, his Halloween week stream mm. that he did. And that setting is terrifying because the lights go out and all you have is your little flashlight and you can mm. only see what's in front of you. Nothing Whoa. around you, no. just in front of you. And you have that terrifying baby monster chasing you <sighs> and laughing uh. and trying to eat. Oh, my oh, gosh. That- the giant baby that yeah. comes and it gets you when you're under the bed. Mm. Oh, I saw that on Facebook watching my mission. Is this, is this <laughs> Resident Evil Village? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that is the worst part. Like I freaking I love, love that Village. Level. <laughs> I love Resident Evil Village so much. I beat it like three times in one day. Um, but <laughs> I hate that part, that, and I found it's my that nightmare. I found that chased. if I don't immediately, like as soon as I start a playthrough of Village, if I don't immediately at least get past that portion, you won't finish. I won't come back. Yeah, it's like being chased by a giant <laughs> eraser head yeah. baby, only to be thrown into I've memorized the path that you need to take because I'm like "Mm, I can't when I played it I can't leave it up to chance at all was Mm -mm. trying to do you know like quite well and trying to get through it without dying because uh, it was my first playthrough and I usually try to do my best so I didn't get killed um, not even as an experiment, like not even as a moment where I was like, I wonder what I it's going to look yeah. like if this baby eats me. <laughs> but later on, I was like, I wonder what it looks like if this baby eats me. It laughs the whole it time no. and it swallows you whole and chomps great. down on you. It's great. I've heard you can go feet first too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. awful. Yeah. I actually, oh. feet first was the first one I saw. Oh. Once again. I was on my mission, and this just came up on my Facebook. I was like, I know I shouldn't, Definitely but... Definitely not supposed to. <laughs> I was like, why is there a giant baby eating someone? It's not I'm just like... a baby. It's, like, malformed and just fleshy, and... Its laugh is so scary, too. And I... The first time... My... my first experience with it was not even playing it. It was hearing the baby laughing through the walls. Mm. Yeah, you know... Because Elsa was playing it in the other room. Oh, gosh. And I would... All I could hear was the baby's laughter, and I was like... I don't want to get to that. Yeah. Part. Okay. I'm I'm having flashbacks now. I think that this is similar. I think that on Let's Fight a Boss or in one of his videos, Super Eye Patch Wolf uh, talked about why he wants to fight a giant baby <laughs> in a video game. This this stands out to me because I remember at the time being like that would be fun. Um, but basically the reason he wants to is because he just thinks there's something really terrifying about giant babies because it has no idea it's hurting you. 
it just thinks it's playing, yeah. but it's like ripping your arms off. Dude, like in Spirited Away Which with the Which does giant... sound terrifying. Oh, I was always afraid of hanging out with other children because that scene in Spirited Away when she's hiding in the pillows and the baby holds her and says, play with me, I'll break your arm. Oh I was always like, no! <laughs> so then I would meet other children and they'd be like, you want to be friends? You want to play with me? And I was like, no! I don't want, I don't want my arm broken. And that's why she has no friends. No other reason. Yay! <laughs> yeah, it's just my worst nightmare, being chased through cramped hallways you can't see. Also, I hate when horror games and horror movies bring, like, children and babies into it. And I'm like, bleep, no, stop. No. Yeah. Children and babies are pure and innocent, and I would like to leave them that way, please. <laughs> Eventually, your child will show up in the middle of your doorway in, in the pitch of night and is going to go, Mommy, can I have a glass of water? And you're going to be like, Bad demon! Yeah, that's true, actually. I love... Yeah, Aaron thinks they're pure and innocent now until she has one. I, I love the children are demonic stories. Like, okay, a mild example would be you coming into my room in the middle of the night and petting my hair and being like... Elsa, hair is so pretty. And then I wake up in the morning and my head is stuck to the pillow because your hands were apparently slick with shampoo that night. I still remember that. And I remember when I got the idea and I thought, this is going to be freaking fun. But also, I really like scary children's stories. Like, I love it when, like, I love it when children, you know, just wander into their parents' rooms in the middle of the night and stare at them. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're just like, what? <laughs> and they're like, I dreamt you were dead. <laughs> like, children are the best. I heard, a, I heard a good one. I heard a good one the other day where this mother's driving past a cemetery and her daughter just goes, that woman's dress is so pretty, mother. Oh and they look over and there's nobody there. Freak! <laughs> it's, just, it's just an empty cemetery. Like, no. <laughs> Do you guys remember when we when we went to Italy and I had my hypnagogic experience and you legitimately thought that I needed to be exercised by a priest? No, it wasn't hypnagogic. It was a legit night terror. Yeah. Hypnagogic is when you can't move. Night terrors is when you're moving and but you, you won't wake you up. Won't so moving. instead, you're flailing and kicking everybody who's trying to wake you up or comfort you, and you just scream for an hour. That's what you did. She laughs. That's good times. Jinx. I just need a horror movie where there's a plot point where the child has just an extreme night terror like that. But also, I'm pretty sure any child actor made to act that way is going to have like trauma legit trauma yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not probably not ethical yeah. <laughs> probably not ethical <laughs> not ethical <laughs> ethical okay that was the last off-tangent thing that we're gonna say during this portion <laughs> Lainey what was your answer okay well <laughs> my answer um was uh, does the corporate nightmare of Outer Worlds count? Yes, yes. Absolutely. absolutely. I personally feel that game's like terrifying. Like, Capitalism is a common theme in horror movies I, right now. Yeah. I like the idea of the of the monotonous bureaucratic trap being your setting for this horror story. 
Um, you mean life? Yeah. Yes. Basically just life. Basically just, just our reality. Cold, unfeeling, yeah. bureaucratic monotony and the back rooms remember the back rooms like thing going on on like maybe it was tiktok or something was like an alternative reality game the back rooms just being this idea of like you're just in these like white rooms that just look the same over and over and over and over and over again and you're stuck there forever well that kind of leads into mine because mine is impossible spaces I really like it when they incorporate impossible spaces into horror games. Um, I, I think that some of my favorite examples um, aren't actually horror specifically, but the horror examples would be like um, Layers of Fear did a really good job where you just like you'll just little moments, you know, like you walk into a room and then you turn around to go back the way you came and the door's gone. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Or, or like and then you have to try to find your way out. And then when you find your way out, you find yourself in another hallway and you're like, wait, uh, now I'm on the third floor. Wasn't I in the basement a second ago? And I haven't changed levels. Like, I love that. Like stuff. in uh, the Batman VR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the best part is right at the end. When you've gone to Arkham Asylum and you're looking into, you like, you can go in and you can look in each cell at the different, um, like, villains that are in there. And when you find Jokers, you like open the thing He's and Jokers here. right there staring at you. <laughs> and then when you turn around, you're inside the cell. That was yeah. awesome. It I was so that. cool. And each time you turn back around, it changes, and it's like, oh, it's so cool. I love and since the it's VR, you're actually like in the space. Yeah, I love so Impossible cool. Spaces. And I actually think that that was very yeah. smart of them for a VR horror game specifically yes. to utilize Impossible Space. Um, I want to see more of that. I think that Batman uh, VR counts as a, a horror it game. It should be. It's, it was It was like a psychological thriller. It was pretty thriller. scary. Mm. It was... Especially like being in there. Uh-huh. I would say it was... In a cage and and uh, Killer Croc as a That was it. pretty dang scary. Yeah. Well, and in that way, it was actually more innovative than, you know, some of the explicitly horror VR games. Like Resident Evil 7, don't get me wrong, it's really fun, but it doesn't utilize that kind of stuff no. at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, you could play, you don't have to play that VR. Yeah, you don't. And it doesn't doesn't necessarily ha- enhance the experience. It's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. But like, it doesn't necessarily enhance the experience. But with, um, but with Batman... VR like it was meant to be played that way yeah that was that was all they intended you to do and it really um leans into that yeah I love impossible spaces I think that that kind of stuff is always scary always fun I love it I love it when you're like walking around a house and then you find a closet that's leading into a space that's so much bigger than the closet should be or that all of a sudden goes outside, even though it's in the middle of the house. Like, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. just, it's so fun because not only does it make things feel spooky, but it plays on what your expectations yeah. are. And to me, that's really, really useful in horror. When you like, create expectations in somebody's mind and then it's like, ah, but it doesn't matter what you expect because we're just going to do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of Dark Souls too. Exactly. I love that. So good. It's so good. Lainey's raising her hand. Yes, I'm sorry. I, it's actually just because I have my shoulder hurts really bad. Oh. And this is making it feel better. Okay. Aww. Okay. Lainey is just uh, <laughs> just standing here with her fist in the air. So 
now, um, the other thing that we actually all collectively did for Spooky Season is we all did a playthrough of Until Dawn in which we um, tried to kill off every single character as quickly as possible. And as I'm looking around the room, I am suddenly worried. Am I the only one who finished? I finished. Okay, Aaron finished. <laughs> did Jensen start? No. Jensen? <laughs> But I watched all of your guys' playthroughs. Was I even yeah. able? I was I present for all of them, for at least a portion. I literally, I tried, and then I had to go to school. What is going to happen? <laughs> well, I watched all three of you play for at least, like, two hours each. Yeah. True. So I basically experienced the entire game. We tried. Because I watched the beginning with with Lainey, the middle with Aaron, and the end with Elsa. Yeah. I didn't miss a single part of the, the, the game. True. That true. is true. Yeah. But Aaron and I actually did the assignment, so we'll focus on how good we are. <laughs> Great. Um, so my thoughts after playing through Until Dawn again are basically that I need to get back to the um, Dark Pictures anthology because those games are fun. Mm-hmm. I like them. Mm-hmm. I like the different little uh, scenarios. Um, a lot of my playthrough, we're probably just going to cut it down to the key moments because most of the in-between events stuff that's happening is just me complaining about the writing. <laughs> um, I, much I, as we love these games, they do have their problems. They do deserve it. Yeah. Being not entertaining for a solid eight hours. <laughs> yeah. You're um, not wrong. But that having been said, I do think that those games are more fun when uh you are not intentionally trying to kill those dumb babies yeah (laughs) that but it was it was interesting to kind of figure out how to i I personally decided to give everybody their earliest possible death in the game and the story is incoherent when you do that yeah it's hilarious (laughs) it's so when it's just Sam and Mike at the end with with Ashley like standing in the corner while they talk, it's like there's clearly so much stuff missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much stuff missing. It's yeah. it's really weird. It was weird. And you opted to give everybody their dumbest possible death, right? I was just trying to kill people. I, was <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't being. Um, choosy about it but i don't know am i like if i'm accidentally just good at the game or if i'm bad (laughs) at killing people off because i i played till the very end of the game that's (laughs) how i felt because every time a qte came up i was just like just hit it on reflex. I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I actually got so many QTEs that I was intending to fail. She stopped after a while because she was like, I keep yeah, accidentally I, getting them. I just I like, have to stop. I just started putting the controller my... down. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. I was like, okay, I I haven't been able to kill these people yet. I got to try harder, apparently. It's <laughs> like funny too because but... like, you don't even have to try that hard in freaking Man of Medan, but... Right? Oh, I know. Banana Medan. <laughs> Banana Medan, we died so quickly. So it was fast. pathetic. It's so easy to die. Yeah. Yeah. We're still in disagreement about whether or not, or about what happened that first time around though because me and Jensen apparently remember it totally differently. Oh, okay. So... We have it on tape though we, we can we just do. look it's at filmed. it i've been trying to find yeah. it it's filmed. <laughs> it got it got messed up and the whole thing turned purple and green yeah. for some reason um <laughs> also also the camera was recording at different frame rates so oh. I, yeah I the, the sound was completely off and it's 
it's I think it's, it's I think it's a doomed it's project, probably lost. unfortunately. It's we'll have to do a different uh, Dark Pictures game sometime. Well, yeah. Little Hope. And, and yeah. House of Ashes. Little Hope, yeah. House of Ashes. There's so many of them now. Like, yeah, yeah. They're, all, they're all coming yeah. out. We yeah. can do it. And hopefully we won't suck as badly as we did in Man of Medan. Maybe just don't give me a character that's integral to the plot and we'll be okay. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe give me a character who does more than just one QTE the uh, entire time I was alive. And then I had Seriously. like all of the QTEs. And but I was like, oh my QTEs. gosh. So that's, that's yeah, no, that's... you needed those QTEs. Was... Aaron is very good at QTEs, so it was Which, fine. Oh my gosh, it was so close. I almost <laughs> died so many times. The problem came <laughs> when we couldn't agree whether or not the monster that we were looking at was just one of our characters or an actual monster. Yeah. Mm. And I decided, oh, I think it's one of our characters, so I'm not going to defend myself. I'm yeah. not going to attack it. And then I got killed. Yeah. That's what I remember <laughs> happening. No, you know why it happened, I'm pretty sure? I'm pretty sure that once the person who was controlling the other, that the monster got control, they attacked you. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't remember who that was, I but I know it wasn't either. me because I didn't, I had one QTE and it was when he climbed into a vent. Let's I remember say... it because I was like, finally, I've been playing this for like three hours. All I've been doing is walking. Now I press the button and wonder what's coming next. And then you bashed and then no my head more... in. No, it wasn't me because I had no, it was just I'm climbing just kidding. I didn't think it was Lenny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah of course you guys are gonna blame me. I know it wasn't me because I played as freaking Conrad and the 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 guy who gets engaged at the beginning. I don't remember his name. I played as the one brother, and the only QTA I had was climbing an event. <laughs> I died first. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Do you want me to reveal my results? Yes. Or yes. We yes, do yes, the please. okay. I'm so mad, you guys. Oh, no. Did you not kill any of us? This time, I killed everyone except for Sam. Yeah. Oh, no. Who was the only one I killed my first playthrough. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. The platinum still eludes you. So mad. <laughs> that is so, so mad. That's annoying. Oh, how'd um, she not die? So, okay. So, I, I was doing guesswork because what happened my first playthrough is, like, the second QT, you know, when you're in the house with all the Wendigos, yeah. um, my controller barely moved and she immediately got killed. Uh, and Mike escaped. Yeah. Like, he just runs out or something. I don't remember. He shoots the... I don't know. The house exploded. Mike escaped. And so my line of thinking was, okay, so in order, I think I can kill them both at the same time if I can let Sam survive all of these, you know, hold still moments. So I just like put my controller on on the couch. Yeah. And she survived all of the moments and she like blew up the house, but she escaped. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I was like, how do you kill them both? I don't know how to do it. <laughs> just so mad. Elsa got it. Yeah, I killed them all. Uh, <laughs> I killed every single one. You have to... It hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was quite painful. It's really painful. And I was covering my eyes, like, during each death. I was like, oh, gross. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh. I elected for the first possible death for each character. And she got it, except I feel like there was one that you didn't get. No, I got all of them. We thought for a second that I'd missed Emily's because we didn't remember that. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That bit. But actually, that was Emily's first possible yeah. death. Oh. She got everyone's first possible death. What is Emily's first possible death? Uh, getting she grabbed can by, get grabbed by Hannah in the mines. Yeah. 
you have to really try though. you have to really be bad at the QT. <laughs> yeah like it's it's actually pretty difficult also just to like get killed put by the Hannah controller down and in the cave you and also when it was like choose this path or this path Elsa's was like i'm so indecisive and i just so did nothing yeah. i guess i'll die <laughs> um i as, as someone who watched the entire thing from all three of you monkeys um (laughs) i i realized that um you know they're very very dumb they're dumber than i remember them being They're they're all so dumb and i don't understand what i saw in chris the first time because he sucks right yeah chris sucks hardcore i don't know why i liked him in my Especially first playthrough. if you're trying to make him a yeah. dick. He but even if you're worse. not, he still sucks. Yeah, he still yeah. sucks. I don't know I, I agree. I, like, didn't have anything against Chris the first time I played it. But then I, playing it this round, I was like, man, I hate Chris. Yeah. I was like, he sucks. He sucks so bad. It was so satisfying when Elsa had Ashley not open the door for him and he got killed by the Wendigo. <laughs> yeah. It was really satisfying. Nice. Um, but, but, um, Wait, Overall, was that this playthrough? Yeah, that mm-hmm. was this. So that was his second possible death. Then. No, it's his first. Oh. I killed him before he even got to the door. Bro, are really? you serious? Oh, Hannah can catch him. Um, yeah. So you come out of the like shed or whatever with that one guy. Yeah. You get his head cut off, and then you have the option to like shoot the Wendigo. Yeah. Or shoot his because that because I actually did go ahead and shoot her. To get him to the door, uh, just because yeah. I thought it would get through that part quicker. Yeah, I didn't uh, shoot it, and he ripped his head off immediately. Oh, oh, oh nice! I won one. Yay! So actually, so actually, Aaron got Chris's first possible death, and I apparently got his second because yeah. I waited until he got to the door. Uh-huh. But it's so much better when Ashley lets him die. I know. Yeah, that, was nice. <laughs> yeah, that would still does it be was, more but satisfying. I do gotta say that overall, it was really sad watching them all die. Yeah. yeah. Like even though, even though I realized Chris sucks, even though they're all so dumb, and they're so dumb. <laughs> yeah. It was really sad watching them all I die. I, I was like, by the end, I was just like, I'm just sad. Well, the one of the I complaints, one of the major complaints about the writing that I have in that game is that I feel like. The, the way that the structure, um, the, the, like the strong kind of storytelling that the structure lends itself to would be one where there's a lot of character revealed through relationships and through character interaction. Right. And I don't feel like they give them much of a chance to do that. Yeah. There are some characters who legit just like, they don't even talk. I don't know what their relationship is like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and they kind of try to pair them off and it doesn't really reveal much about who they are yeah like all you really end up knowing about um about emily and matt for example is that they kind of suck as a couple yeah Yeah. like they you don't really know what they're like as people with mike and jesse and jess you get a little bit more revelation about who they are that like oh she has these insecurities and they are actually kind of just here to have a good time and want to maintain good relationships with their friends, but they're definitely the sort of people who are going to prioritize themselves over the group. Mm -hmm. And that actually weirdly makes them a healthier couple. (laughs) (laughs) And like, so like you do learn these little things about them, but like, for example, 
I feel like the game wants me to ship Mike and Sam at the end. I yeah. Don't. What do they even know? Like, what do they have in common? Like, I what? Don't, I, don't. I don't know. I don't know. They both survived. Like, that's literally, what they have in common. literally, that seems Maybe. to be what yeah. the, that seems right. to be what the game is trying to sell you on. It's yeah. like, look, these two are both attractive and, and alive, athletic. Yeah, and it's like. It's like Maybe if I saw them like interact more, I could, I would ship them, but like, I don't really. And honestly, if I'm shipping anyone in this game, it's Mike and Jessica. It's Mike and Jessica. (laughs) Yeah. Like I actually like them as a couple. I think they're cute. The only thing Sam and, and Mike really have in common at this point is that they're both physically competent in this very stressful scenario. And like, that is fine. I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but like biologically speaking, actually, like stronger people should mate with weaker people in order to create more variation. Okay, oh, we don't need eugenics in this. <laughs> this isn't eugenics. This is biology. So you okay. say why do you think eugenics? So close to eugenics. We ship the Wendigo with Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which actually, with Chris, because he's the worst. Yeah, with <laughs> Chris, Chris is the worst. He's the weakest, the most athletically fit Hannah, with the most, <laughs> with the worst Chris. <laughs> they will make babies that are horrifying <laughs> and survivors and cannibals. Okay, well that derailed fast. Do you think Hannah would be a good mother? So when she recognizes her brother, she actually like doesn't eat him. She doesn't eat him. She yeah. turns him into a Wendigo instead. Yeah, like because she's trying to preserve her family. Reasons. She cares. <laughs> she's preserving her family. So if she were to have little baby Wendigos, she'd take care of them. She's she Lainey's the sort of person who would consider like she did eat yeah, that. Well, Beth was already Lainey's dead. the sort of person who would consider okay. human taxidermy That's preserving fine. your family. <laughs> editing Elsa here so uh at this point we all took a a little break and unfortunately Lainey was left unsupervised with the microphone that's why the following bit from Lainey has absolutely no reaction from the rest of us because um I mean it's our fault really because we left her alone and this is what happened At a time in my life when I played Until Dawn, I felt like the thing that I shipped the most, and this is going to freak out everyone, was Wendigo Josh and Sam. (laughs) I just thought that, like, out of all of the characters, Josh and Sam got along the best. (laughs) And I was just sad that the only way Josh can, like, survive is by becoming a Wendigo. So I was just like, I don't know. Maybe it could work. <laughs> so where were we? At the um, end of that question, I hope. Yes, at the end of the Until Dawn question. We're not going to let Lainey answer. Okay. I already kind of talked. So our last non, you know, every episode question is Elden Ring gameplay. And it's not even a question. We're just freaking oh, out. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to play it. I wrote down nothing. I just am screaming. Like, I'm just so excited. It looks like it's combining a lot of my favorite gameplay elements from all the Soulsborne games and yes. from Sekido and Skyrim. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. 
the the vertical movement has got yes. me pumped. Oh my god! You pop can survive boy. so much higher, like when you pop fall boy. off stuff. Pop boy, yes, pop boy. Can I romance pop boy? <laughs> I want to romance. Ooh, that pop would be. Boy. Is there romance? I have no idea. There's never romance in Soulsborne games. Oh, there yeah. is in my mind. You, you get married. I have romanced the candle lady. You can get married in fire. Dark Souls Three. The what's your bucket? To the can to just to the lady, right? It's just no, to you have to get girl. married to a man. Some dude named Brad? What who where where is he? <laughs> no, it depends on whether you create your character as male or female. They opposite That's bogus. Yeah, I know. That's stupid. I, I agree. They should just be but existing they, characters. But they did they created this character with the intent that it would be an opposite sex counterpart to your character. But it's also <sighs> like a political marriage. Them. I uh, want a romantic. No, repopulate the horrible. World yeah, sure. Let's world. bring children into this hellscape. That'll, that'll help everything. <laughs> Honestly, in Dark Souls Three, not having children is the ethical option. <laughs> well, now I know what I'm gonna do when I play Dark Souls Three. Not ch- have children. <laughs> Lots of kids. <laughs> You can't have children, especially since I'm pretty sure uh, your spouse actually doesn't make it to the altar because that's no. part of the game. Also, but you're like, dead. It's the clo- I'm just saying it's the closest that Dark Souls ever got to romance as far as I can tell. It's just ridiculous. Just put it in. I want a romance patch stat. I don't. I was more talking about headcanon, me and Potboy. There's <laughs> End always, game. There is always <laughs> headcanon romance in, in do- Dark Souls. like yeah. Like the player character and the doll. Yes. Right? Bloodborne. Or the player character and the candle maiden. Or that witch lady. Or the player character and the doll and Marie of the Astro Clock Tower. It's weird. Yeah. Or... Wait, so are they a thruple? <laughs> or I, I kind of yes, see it but more also as a the doll was based off of Maria of the Astro Clock Tower and looks just like her. Yes. Yeah. So it's like an That's extra weird. Right. thruple. Like it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What? Whoa. Except Look, one of them's a doll. <laughs> I want a canon romance with Potboy. Is that all? All I want. <laughs> And is that too is that hard? Can we talk about what Elden Ring is rather than our deranged <laughs> fantasies yeah. about what it is not? Lainey, just make a mod, okay? No! <laughs> anyway, I'm super excited. Yes. I am super Watching excited. Watching the, 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 the battle with the dragon, mm-hmm. it was so cool because it was like, you're just like walking along and all of a sudden this freaking dragon just like lands in the field and then you're fighting a dragon. But also, but it's like, I hope that's not a regular occurrence. Oh, I know. I hope it's not like <laughs> Skyrim where it's happening constantly yeah. and you're like, stupid dragons. So, but at the same time, I like that it was more of like a, a devastating thing than yeah. like, like in Skyrim. When a dragon lands, you're just like, oh, Well, they also fine. show that you can like, sneak past enemies if you don't yes. want to engage. Yes. And also, one of the things, I feel like a nerd, but one of the things that I am actually the most excited about is the map. Yes. Where you put it yes. together in it pieces so and you can make your own marks on it. Yes. I love that. I know. And like, I was, I also am really excited about, they, they talked about the, the dungeons that you can find and yeah. stuff. I just want to go dungeon crawling mm-hmm. and just like, 
crawl around in there I think they're and gonna, find treasure and junk. The impression I got is that they were going to be procedurally generated to a certain degree, too. I'm not sure. I had the the I had the sound all the way up, but you guys were all around me talking, so I didn't actually hear a single Well, word. and I <laughs> was so excited that I was hyperventilating, so I might have not been <laughs> yeah. making any sense. But that looks cool. I like that there's still some choice mechanics, you know, even if it's just little things like, yes, I will go through the front door, or no, I will sneak around back. Yes. Like, I'm just I'm so really excited, excited for, the for that sneakiness. stuff. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like Sekido, except I'm not going to suck at it so much. <laughs> of course, Sekido, I was fine at the sne- sneaky stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was the combat. <laughs> I'm it was the combat out. I sucked at. I want to do the network test so bad, but I feel oh, like I they know. probably would have been like, hey, you're going to be part of the network test by now if that was I know. Happen. I'm so sad. Yeah. Of course, I haven't checked my email in days. <laughs> Let's look right now. Maybe it'll be different. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're all checking, aren't we? Yeah, I can't remember which email I used. I don't. I don't think I've given them enough money for them to think that I would be an option. I don't. Think what that's was the necessary. website? It's Bandy Namco. <clears throat> yeah, it's nothing. Ah, I'm so sad. Uh, I really want to play it. <laughs> okay, but I think that's the last item of video gameness. Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah. Well, We're okay. so stoked for Elden Ring. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. I'm so sad that it comes out the same day as Saints Row and also a week after Horizon uh, Forbidden West. I'm just really what sad. What are they doing to me? I'm just really sad that it's happening in the middle of tax season. I know. Because it means I'm not going to be able to get a decent amount of play in for a few weeks oh. after it comes out. That I'm just sucks. sad because I have no money. So I like went to the store hey, and same. I looked at a $20 <laughs> game and I was like, I wish I could get that. Erin, get your violin. <laughs> her lane. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I have no money. I feel it. Kidding. I feel it, lady. I feel Thanks. it. Why is Erin the only one who ever validates any of my feelings? Because she's not your sister. She doesn't have to spend so much time with you. <laughs> and I only make fun of you because, as you may have noticed, I occasionally um, pay for things for you. Occasionally. And so whenever you're like, I have no money. I'm like blue, 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 blue. What do I have to buy? <laughs> you want to get me Hades? <sighs> yeah. Because I want you to play it. I really want to play it. <laughs> I was at the store and I saw it and I was like, ooh. It's really, really fun. <laughs> it was very fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get you Hades. Yeah. Freak yeah. Anyway. So what not video game things have been occupying our time recently thank you for asking elsa <laughs> so laney do you want to tell us about the day <laughs> that you went on in the middle of nowhere in the desert okay look it was the desert well Feral, it's, we're in the mojave Feral, desert that's where i live um, <laughs> <laughs> right smack dab in the middle we're basically fremen <laughs> we're <laughs> We've been okay. eating that spice. I am, I, it sounds really stupid when you explain it like that, but keep explain in mind. Explain it in the least stupid way that you can, how you went out into the middle of the desert to an abandoned building with somebody you had never met before listen, to go on a date. Listen, listen, listen. I've had 10 years of martial arts experience. My oh, blue, phone. blue, blue. I can give people. <laughs> I can break a man's arm. <laughs> we have both taken martial arts. I'm... I can break a man's arm, she assumes. I am 
an arm bar. Yeah, if you can get into a car with an arm bar, you can it's, pretty easily. It's all about technique, yeah. my dude. It's, it's not, not about hard. the size of my body, which, by the way, is It doesn't matter how swole right that now. man be. It's probably not as strong as your entire body. Yep. Especially. Then that's what you, that's how you break his arm. Especially my lower body. I'm a woman. So the arm bar. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Thank Shut you. Up. Thank you for that, Jen. Okay. So anyway, and my phone was full of text messages and it was all over messenger. Okay. Literally everyone knew. It, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to Barrel, Utah on this date to explore an abandoned school. You, my car will be at this church building. We are going to this abandoned school. And there's like, this is his name. This is his family. This is where he lives. If he tries anything and there's I do end up dying. security number. <laughs> I was like, if I do end up dying, then he's really stupid because they're obviously going to catch him. That's but even if he did try anything, I would just kick him in the nuts, break his arm and get away. Okay, we're spending way too much time on the setup. <laughs> okay, anyway. Anyway, so I went to this abandoned school and it was really fun, okay? It was very creepy. It used to be like a religious private school or something Ooh, like that. Crosses. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have any crosses. There was one guy who had um, come in and spray painted, thought he was edgy, and so he put an upside down cross. I was like, whoa, whoa that's so spooky. It's like a subversion. <laughs> it was so stupid. What was the real horror story was the covers of the Animorphs books we found in that school. And <laughs> the wow, a awesome, Christian dude. private school had Animorphs? That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that was pretty cool. cool. That's actually it was, dope. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Those they, books are incredible. No, dude, they had a huge collection of books. Crazy. There was a huge collection of books. There was this whole like DVD on Armageddon. Like like uh, they had one of those, you know, educational DVDs. The only ones I can think of that I know like that are from cults, but keep going. Yeah, no, it was low key. It was <laughs> yeah. probably a cult. But anyway, the saddest thing was when we came into a room that was full of moldy, disgusting clothing, and it was just full, the entire room, and we heard squeaking somewhere amongst the moldy clothing. And my this homeboy, he's not very educated in the ways of animals, so he was like, is that a mouse? And I was like, nah, fam, I've listened to and watched enough of the dodo to know that that is a baby cat. That's a kitten. And so I found a kitten in a box and she was abandoned and it was really, 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 really sad. And so I made an executive decision in the middle of this date with a stranger. I was like, well, this is my cat now. And he was like, okay, cool. I'm allergic. And I was like, I don't care. It's mine. <laughs> and he drove me back to my car and I went home and I sent him a couple pictures of the cat and we haven't talked since. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a cat out of it, so. so yeah. Pretty good date. And by I got a cat out of it, we have to explain. This was a dirty, crying, two-day-old little neonate. Yeah, she still had her umbilical cord on. Yeah. She can't gross. see. She can't hear. Her organs don't work right, so she can't poo. Um, <laughs> she was starving. There was no other mama cat or other kitties around. She was just all alone crying in this box, like hidden away in an abandoned school wtf is wrong with people yeah, yeah. i guess yeah. and so laney gave me a call and was like what do i do <laughs> <laughs> which that's a pretty accurate like yeah sounded yeah i was kind of just like okay so i'm stupid <laughs> and i kind of told the story and then i was like so 
what do I do? But also, hint, hint, wink, wink, I'm going to give her to you and you're going to take care of her things. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, bring her to my house. And so she drove up to my place and uh, we spent the next month being kitten mamas. Month and a half. Yeah, month and a half now. That's true. It's almost yeah. six weeks. And she is, she like, she's no longer totally helpless. Yeah. She is still very small. And um, and, and she does not want to eat food right now. She does not want to eat food oh. right now. She, she doesn't want to, she only wants to eat from one specific nipple on the bottle. Oh, God. And it she's has fallen apart because she destroyed it. Because now no she's other got nipple meat will teeth. Do. And she does. She's not accepting anything less. And she doesn't want to eat solid food. She's the sweetest, cutest, loveliest baby, and we love her. And we're so happy that she survived. And her name is Venus. And it was lovely (laughs) taking care of her. It was really strenuous, especially the first couple of weeks. Yes. Because, like, uh, they basically need constant care and attention or else they will just die. Yeah. Like, they're so non-viable when they're born. You have to feed them every two hours. Like round yeah, the and she's never oh, been a very nice. good bottle feeder. Like she really, oh, man, she's a picky. Like eater. if I knew how to uh, tube feed her, I would have done that because she was really a picky eater. And mm. it would basically, it's like we have to feed her every two hours, and it takes about an hour to get her to follow to swallow just a few drops. Mm. So it was basically like I was spending twelve hours a day trying to keep her from dying <laughs> for the first little while. Um, but she, you know, eventually grew to the point where now she can eat okay on her own as long as it's that one specific nipple she likes that she's destroyed (laughs) um and she's gained plenty of weight she's now normal size for her age and she can see and she can hear and she can be very very naughty and she is wild and she's teething so she's She's constantly biting biting all the time we need to get her some teething toys she is so cute she has so much energy she is so cute I was looking at her playing today and I just realized that she has more energy right now than I will have for the remainder of my life. (laughs) (laughs) She's just, she's just so wild, but she's so sweet. I'm so glad that Lainey rescued her and, um, that was immediately just like, I have forgotten that men exist. <laughs> here's a cat. Here's, there's a cat. And, um, I don't know that you're getting her back. Yeah. <clears throat> <so>. <laughs> We will discuss this later when there's not an audience. <laughs> Basically, um, she's doing really well though. And she we... has taken over our lives. That's has, the only yeah. thing that that's that's what that's like the only thing that we've been doing. Yeah. For the last six it's weeks. Trying to take just care of trying this... to keep this cat alive. This very temperamental little kitty. I'm very tired. Yeah. <laughs> that I love her so much. I want to cry every time I think about her or look at her. Me because too. Because she's so freaking cute. She's so cute. It's like honestly torture not being able to be around her constantly oh so. we should probably describe what she looks like a little bit or we'll just post a picture yeah let's, let's post a picture let's put a picture on i've taken a billion pictures of her i yeah. literally my phone is full of pictures of her yeah same mm-hmm. she's so cute she's like an instagram she's mom freaking adorable yeah she's so freaking cute um so yeah it's just been that and then it's november so i started NaNoWriMo again because i do it every year and um it's been really fun so far Very i'm fun. i'm managing to stay on top of it so good for me uh, yeah, <clears throat> Jensen. How about you? Same thing, just kitten, kitten over life, and um, and podcasts. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Knowledge Fight. It might be destroying my brain. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron, how about you? Uh, <clears throat> so I'll start with the annoying thing first. <laughs> Our friends 
we're all like, oh my gosh, you guys need to watch Lock and Key. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. the best thing ever. And while the story and like the lore and stuff is really fascinating and awesome, oh my gosh, the writing and the characters are the dumbest. <laughs> Everything they do, like, we are just constantly shouting at the screen, like, why are you doing this? This literally makes no sense. Like, Uh, ah, it's so frustrating. But we're too deep. We're in too deep. And we need to know, like, what's going on and what. You're invested. Yeah, we're invested in everything. Oh, isn't it worse when you get invested in a terrible show? But the character. That happened to me when I was in college with Glee. Uh, 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 you're like i hate this i know after a while i realized i hate this show i think i have to stop watching it i was like when my friend turned on one tree hill and i was like i hate this but like now i want to know what happens yeah Yeah, like i it's it's unbelievable i cannot describe to you the stupidity of all these characters and and the writing and it's just like the writing is for convenience only it's like why did you write it that way so the story can happen yeah i hate it when the answer is like why can't they fix the two foot hole in the boat because then there'd be no show yeah yeah oh yeah it's painful but here we are anyway (laughs) um fluffle turned one yesterday oh happy Happy birthday birthday. (laughs) (laughs) and yes he was born on november 5th and so zach has got to remember remember the fluff of november oh my god (laughs) and i both love it and hate it (laughs) Hats off to Zach. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That is so good. Yeah. So we decided his, his middle name is Fox. Oh, I, I love, love that. Fluffle yeah. Fox Bell. Yes. Fox. Fox. Oh, love that. I was telling everyone, I was like, happy Guy Fox Day. And they were like, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's the day commemorating that guy who tried to blow up Parliament. Apparently. Actually, apparently. We saw a tweet about this. Apparently, we're mm-hmm. actually supposed to be celebrating the fact that he failed to blow up Parliament, not that he tried. <laughs> but I, I don't always... understand that because I thought we were celebrating that he tried to. I thought we were <laughs> celebrating his anarchy. Like, like wow. Yeah. Like, homeboy wanted things to happen. I guess V for Vendetta led us to believe that because at its core, V for Vendetta really is about anarchy. Yeah. At least the original comic book was. The movie kind of stepped away from that because they were like, oh, this is a bit I'm sorry. I'm confused. <laughs> if you're going to name your holiday after the, like, not blowing up parliament, why did you name it after the guy who tried? I know. Why not name it after <laughs> the person know, who stopped, stopped it? Them? Right? You, you raise a good point. It is confusing. I honestly think it's a little bit because culturally there is there is a little bit of an understanding from people that like yeah maybe blowing up parliament and not having government in them anymore might have improved things <laughs> we're just kind of like wow that guy fox he was an imaginary guy <laughs> it was a little extreme but like, maybe it would have like been better it, like he took it to an extreme level but i understand like, where he's coming it's from the thought that counts. <laughs> Like, don't get me wrong. Anarchy, um, it kind of makes sense. It kind of does. Yeah. I love how this started off of just like, those young people don't know anything. Guy Fox Dave, who? And then... And then it's turned into... And it's turned into, I support anarchy. (laughs) 
Princess in another cat podcast supporting anarchy <laughs> as a as a viable option for your future. <laughs> oh, I think I know what I'm gonna do for the announcement picture. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Is it something anarchy related? With the guy fox mask? Oh yeah. Seriously though, all the best like. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, dude. I mean, remember that adorable girl on V for Vendetta with the guy fox mask who wears her glasses over. <laughs> No, I don't, but that's adorable. Okay, she Lainey's gets shot kind of kicks off the incident oh, at the no. end. That's why she's crying. Oh. I thought Lainey just was really, really um, enthusiastic about cute girls wearing glasses. No, but I'm also really enthusiastic about cute girls wearing glasses. <laughs> no, she gets killed. I mean, I am too. But... It's like it's like the it's like the thing that kind of incites um, oh, violence yeah. in the street at the end. Is... Understandably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was really stupid. You saw a cute girl with like, glasses like, get shot. You'd kill you might be like, like you it be was like because like, they're like banning the whole like guy fox mask and all that <clears> stuff, <throat> and she was wearing it. And she, but she's like, I think she gets shot by a police officer yeah, too. She gets shot by a police and officer, and then everybody in the town beats him to death. Yeah. And then and then at that moment, they all take a minute to be like, wait, why do we have government? <laughs> <laughs> What is it really? What is it really doing to help us? Yeah. Is it just shooting children out in the street? Because it kind of seems like it's turned into just shooting children out in the street. Thanks for coming to our V for Vendetta rewatch podcast. <laughs> Anywho, anyway, <laughs> in ten years, I might be remembering everything wrong. No, that's not happening. Okay. <laughs> um, also watched Schitt's Creek for the first yes. time, and Moira's the best thing oh my that's gosh. ever happened Isn't to anyone. Did it's I tell amazing. you about the time I played Mass Effect as a shepherd who looked exactly like Catherine yes. Harris? <laughs> Catherine it O'Hara. was the best. She's amazing. My favorite playthrough. Oh my Catherine O'Hara honestly doesn't get enough credit as being one of the funniest people right? yes, of our generation. Before I watched the show, I just knew her as the mom on Home Alone. No, she's yeah. so funny. She's so hilarious. She's she was my favorite character. Yeah. Yes. Like, she was amazing. Nobody knew where you were. <laughs> I texted Alexis. Oh my gosh. So I missed like one text, one David. <laughs> I love the whole, I love the, the quote Same. that I sent into the group chat where it was like the, you took us to the bunny mansion when I was chi- a child. She's like, and you had a great time in the children's grotto. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The way she says, I, I can't even say it the way she does, but baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, just over a month left. What the crap? But yeah, that's that's what's been happening. I know. <laughs> Aaron's so gonna have a baby. What the heck? I mean, Aaron's gonna have a baby. It's not gonna be a baby, it's gonna be a baby. We should probably try and record the next episode before that happens. Yeah, that might be That's gonna be pretty soon, but yeah, we 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 could probably figure something out. Yeah. That'd be a good idea. I guess I'll have to to take another like four month hiatus. Yay! Okay, we're not planning, we're not gonna be one of those people one of those couples who just is like we have a baby now so we can't do anything well you also okay. weren't one of those couples that are like we're married now so we don't have friends exactly yeah so, so, yeah. yeah 
You're one of the few couples I know who managed to avoid that. Yeah. Like, you guys got married, and then you're like, we're going to hang out next week. We started hanging out more after (laughs) you guys got married. I know, right? (laughs) Well, it's so stupid. People get married, and they're like, oh, we can't have friends anymore because we're just married to each other, and that's all that's happening in our lives. And I'm like, no. The only reason to socialize was to find a mate. We're done. (laughs) I remember right after you got married, I was like, oh, man. Like, I'm not going to be hanging out with Erin as much now. She's married. And then, like, a week later, you're like, Let's me and out. Zach are going to go to, to Del Taco and get ta- Taco Tuesday. Do you want to come with? And I was like, yes. Okay. Yes. I also, I also remember that time we were at the movies. And you were like, oh, I should let you sit by your husband. And you were just like, I see him all the time. Sit down. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I I won't, I'll sit by him, but I don't have to. Like, like we live together. We were married. <laughs> I see him all the time. I see him all the time. That's so good. That was oh, pretty so funny. funny. Oh. But yeah, we're, we're going to do our best not to be one of those parents. Good. <laughs> we're like, oh, we can't do anything because there's a baby now. Well, and we can come take care of baby here and there. Yeah. You know, we're good with babies. babies. Actually, we had our own baby. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was a cat baby. I mean, it was a cat so. baby, but it was still Which a lot of work. probably more challenging <laughs> than a human baby. When, like, neonatal My assessment is that probably taking care of a neonatal kitten is a little bit more challenging than taking care of but a neonatal yes. human being, but it's a much shorter period of time. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, but more intense. Yeah. It's a lot like, easier to kill them. Yeah. yeah <laughs> baby kittens don't know how to void their bowels on their own. You have to help them. Oh my God. Cause they're little. And they continue to not be able to for like four weeks. And they don't really, like nothing in their body really works right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you they're don't not void their bowels, they'll just get full of poo and just die. Oh my they gosh. also. They also you can't have see, to... can't hear, and aren't coordinated. But their limbs work, so they still try to like run yeah. at things. They'll like, <laughs> they'll like run around yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that, they'll be like crawling all over, and they can't see. Much more intense than a human being. I'm very tired, but it's and short. I, and I realize I actually was calling her Ebebe, Ebebe. for the Ebebe. first for the first three weeks of my life, and I couldn't remember where that was from. So thank you for reminding me it was Catherine O'Hara. Yes. But also the reason I was doing that was because I was intensely sleep deprived. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Moira. Yes, just like Moira. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Any further thoughts, Lane Face? No. On the outline, I don't think you wrote anything for this because she I think you're just school. doing school, right? I like, wrote frowny school, face. frowny face. Oh, My that's... life is school. That's why, like, honestly, I haven't been playing a lot of video games and it's kind of sad and sucky. Because school's dumb. Also, yeah, low-key, my sucks. one of my roommates forgot that the Xbox in her apartment is mine and, like, took it in her room. And what? I was like, what? I'm not playing it right now, so I'll probably bring it up to her later. <laughs> hey, can I have my Xbox back? <laughs> you should say it like that. Yeah. No, no, no. We no, like... Up- <laughs> No, like knock on her door at the middle of the night when she's asleep <laughs> and just be like, I, can I have my Xbox back now? <laughs> no. Just say it just like that. It was so funny because she was like, she was like, guys, she was like, I know you guys were kind of mad about me moving the TV back into my room. And I was like, honestly, that's fine. Like, that's your TV. And I was like, I was a little confused about my Xbox, but I was going to address that later. And she was like, I thought it was mine. <laughs> get it i'll get it this weekend so i was like okay cool i was a little confused about my xbox though <laughs> so funny i freaking love that girl though like i literally wasn't even that mad she just like took it up and i was like what are you doing and she's like oh i'm moving my xbox into my room i was like 
like, hey, oh, I'm stealing I'm, from you. I, know, I was like, <laughs> just uh, stealing your Xbox. Fine then. <laughs> All right. The communal Xbox. That's bold. <laughs> oh, no. Like, All right then. So, are you telling okay. us you need a TV? Uh, no, actually, we're good. Okay. We're... Are you sure? Because I I found the stand for mine. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. I'll text my roommates and see what they <laughs> Because if we do have access to that, then maybe Chloe doesn't want to. But Chloe is, like, so rich. She's like, I might just go to the store and buy one. Well, her name, is, like, Chloe. Her name is Chloe. <laughs> Homegirl literally was, like, over the weekend, she was like, Aaron. She was like, I've been looking for houses over the weekend, but I don't really want to do anything about it. That is definitely a rich girl name. Oh, yeah. yeah. She is well, a rich name queen, but mm-hmm. I'm glad she's my friend. And last question, what are you playing next? Uh, I might pick up Deathloop or borrow Jensen's Hitman, but for the most part, I really need to work on my backlog. That's it. I don't think we'll ever run out of backlog, you guys. I don't think so. You you can just make a dent in it. You can at least make a dent. Yes, make an effort. (laughs) I have actually been extremely successful in my backlog lately. I made a list of games that I'm uh, at least two-thirds of the way through that I want to finish before tax season starts, and I'm already halfway through it. Nice. So I'm going to just continue that. I'm, I'm going to continue that list. It's mostly like Bloodborne and Persona 5 and, and stuff like that. Persona. Yeah. I know. I need to finish it. It's I'm so, so close. It's I'm in the so casino good. and I'm almost done. Oh my I, gosh, I've already, so I've already like laid out the route. I need to just go face the boss. That's where I'm at with the casino. Do it. But the reason I haven't done it is I know that as soon as I do that, I'm going to be stuck in like two weeks of cutscenes. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, it's time-consuming, but it's so good. I know. It's so good. <laughs> Anyhow, Aaron, what are you playing next? Uh, I'm still, still chipping away at Lost Judgment. It's going to be a while. Yeah. This is fine because money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lainey, what are you playing next? <laughs> I'm hoping that I will maybe have time to be Outer Worlds. I believe in you. I believe in you. I don't, I don't know how well that's going to happen, but um, I've also really, 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 really just been wanting to just start up Resident Evil 7. If you're on Monarch, once you're done with Monarch, mm-hmm. um, then the next portion can either go, you know, a fair amount of time or it can go extremely quick if you do the choice that I did. Okay. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I made a choice that was questionable, but I still stand by it. Oh. Still stand by it. It was questionable in like a experiencing the entire story kind of thing, mm-hmm. but it was I, I stand by it the because right choice on a moral level. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> because I just decided I was just gonna kill that person. Oh, actually, I might low key do that <laughs> and then fight my way out of the building. I'm kind of playing Outer Worlds as this lady who's like very charismatic, very good at her job, and like she generally follows the right channels and bureaucracy. But sometimes she just goes kind of crazy and just yeah. does what she wants because she gets tired and she hasn't had her Advil that morning. <laughs> that was the first time that I had ever decided to, instead of just following the story for the sake of following the story, I just decided to kill a key player. And, <laughs> and I was like, let's see where this leads me. <laughs> and the game ended very quickly afterwards. This oh my do. God. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Nice. <laughs> 
Well, then. <clears throat> I think we got through it, and it we only took us slightly like longer. Two and a half hours. Than Lainey <laughs> predicted. <laughs> Yay. 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 Good job, Aaron. Good job, everyone. Aaron, Aaron, close us out. Yeah. Right. Well, I know you're all shocked, but your princess is not in this podcast, you guys. <laughs> really thought she was going to be here yeah we we're so sorry i don't know how i'm always surprised i know i know yeah but she might be in the next one fingers crossed i will hold out hope for it yes hold your thumbs (laughs) shimai kachuki shimai kachuki coochie no 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 don't hold your coochie We'd love to hear from you, your hopes, your dreams, your loves and fears. Message us at Princess and Pod on Instagram and Twitter or check out our YouTube channel, Princess and Another Video. You can also email us at princessandanotherpodcast at gmail.com and we'd love to hear from you. Take good care of your gamer hearts and souls.